Welcome back to season two of the Empowerment Session with your hosts Yasmin Coxum and Dina Delessandro, where we share our energy, tips, and resources to help you get and stay empowered. Good morning, Yasmin. How are you doing today, my dear? I'm doing really, really well today. I am feeling very overwhelmed and I'm hoping that really (laughs) (laughs) usually we have similar vibes, but today Uh, it's like, I'm doing really well. You're like, "Mm, okay, so go ahead. Tell us what's, what's going on. I'm hoping that this is going to be kind of like a cathartic episode that will help me flesh through some of my, my processes of what I want to see for my business planning and what I'd like to have as far as goals and missions and things like this coming up in the new year, because as we're recording this, we're kind of, you know, venturing in from one year into the next. And I have, a, I mean, I'm overwhelmed in a good way. I have a lot of things. Okay. The, yeah. I have a lot of things in the hopper. I have a lot of great ideas. I also know that this year has been very challenging. So, you know, my mind hasn't really been thinking of the future goals and future planning. It's only kind of stayed in the present, which is totally fine, but I want to take some time out and maybe walk both of us through and maybe riff on some things and brainstorm up some things and see, uh, you know, how you might be feeling too in different aspects of business pursuits and business planning. So I have planners in front of me. You're going to hear some shuffling of papers as I'm going through some of my own things, but I'd love to read some things off and get your, your feedback. And, uh, and this way I think might help me also plan out what I see for not just 2021, but also beyond, which is always a good thing. Okay, well, for I just want to uh, t- t- say two things <laughs> yes. before you get started. Number one, did you say planners with an uh, S? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Okay, just that's it. Okay, just wanted to clarify that. And then and number two, um, I think it's been difficult for a lot of people this mm-hmm. year to really do this forward thinking, you know, to to think um, in terms of, you know, future goals and and planning. And because obviously we're, you know, in a time where it's, things are super unpredictable. And, you know, when you have that situation going, oftentimes it is really difficult to say, you know, to to say, oh yeah, I'm going to plan for what's my five year looking like, even what's my three year, what's next year looking like, you know, so that can be really difficult as it is. It's something that can be challenging, um, you know, without like a pandemic looming over you. Okay. Um, But yeah, so I definitely, you know, understand and um and see where it's been a little bit difficult yes but we are going to push on and we are going to do some future empowerment today go on dina (laughs) we're definitely going to do that and i really appreciate you saying that that's very compassionate and i think you know i i know for me the way i've been going back and forth with my mindset has been what's the point and i nothing's guaranteed but then i think I've also, I think I might've mentioned this last time we spoke as well, that I've also seen my, my own neighborhood in New York City go from stores completely closing down after having been in business for 36 years to stores opening up. Like for the first time, people are starting businesses right now. Right. So that is really cool to watch that there is still opportunity as long as we can maybe, you know, put that in practice and figure out how to go forward in that way. So what I'm going to be thinking of when I'm when I'm putting together my plan is act as if like just move forward as if everything's going to be running exactly as I'd like it to. But I also have some alternate ideas as well. So if something cannot work 
on site, then maybe can it also work virtually? And if so, then what do I have to do different in order to flesh that stuff out? So I think for right now, I'm looking at more high level concepts and then I'll whittle things down and, you know, do some of more of the, um, the detail work when we're done talking. Like I'll spend the next couple of weeks walking through some of the details, but it's funny that you just said the thing about the one, three, five year plan. Cause that's exactly what I'm starting with. I'm starting with a few things. Uh, you know, you and I both work in the entrepreneur world, but we also have a bunch of different things too. We contract out with different people. So I have a variety of jobs, quote unquote jobs that I do things that make me make, give me income. And so I think one of the things I want to make sure I'm doing, especially since right now we're at the end of the year, beginning of the year is making sure that all of my tax information is in order. And so that's a, time consuming thing that sometimes has to be done, but I have to make sure that I'm clearing that out. And then based on the fact that this past year has brought in a significantly smaller amount of money than I've been used to in the last few years, that this also made me open up my eyes a little bit about having different, I guess not bank accounts, but different, um, you know, like batches of money that I'm making sure I'll always have an emergency fund or I'll always have a savings or I'll always have an What's that like a retirement thing, you know, because in entrepreneur world, we don't have 401ks and that, that traditional type of things. Like we have to make sure we're putting our own money aside for taxes, for health insurance, all these other things. So that's one thing I want to make sure I'm doing, setting aside time to really go over, review my taxes, review my income, my expenses. And then that will help guide me in what I feel like all of my channels and my opportunities are for next year of what can bring my income in and how much I want to set aside for whatever, you know, these little tiny things that I want to spend on my dues, my memberships. I mean, all of these things that my website, all of these things that cost money. Do you, do you set aside time for yourself as well? Or like, as far as quarterly looking over things, financial reports, et cetera, how do you, how do you work it in that way? Cause I know we both have multiple streams of income. Um, I, I want to say I'm definitely nowhere near in the the area that you are in terms of <laughs> planning. I'm sitting here like, wow, I'm learning a lot mm. listening to Dina. I should be doing X, Y, Z. I'm not. And, you know, et cetera. That's actually what my headspace was okay. when I was listening to you uh, say those things. And I was like, you know, this is great information for me as well as for the listeners in terms of that. I mean, in terms of, um, financial goals, though, I kind of just set them up, you know, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I would like to see XYZ amount um, more in terms of my income, or I would like to diversify my income in these certain areas. And that's kind of usually where I put my focus. Um, But, you know, I think it's also really great to, you know, just to look at well, what did I make this year and what would I like this to look like going forward? Right. And then along those same lines, like, you know, it's great to think in mind of what can I expect or what would I like to have as far as finances are concerned? What can I do to live comfortably? What can I do to um, take some time off, et cetera? Along with that is also, I think, the mission and the the message or the value purpose statement of our business pursuits or just our general life purposes. And so for me, that's something that has been, I think, a little too general. I want to, I, I think I want to in the weeks to come to start fine tuning that. I think I used to say something like, you know, to be known as an expert in my field, but now I think I really want to make it user driven or like end user driven, not so much me, I want to say, I, you know, I want to help people who have been 
I'm just kind of throwing this out right now. This is a brainstorm session. Um, I want to help people who've been newly diagnosed with a chronic condition. And I want to be kind of the go-to person and the middle person to get them from the doctor's office into their next steps. Like now that you have a diagnosis, what do you need to know about it? And how do you manage that? I might not be the specialist who can help you along those lines. Like it might be outside of what I normally am comfortable with or what I normally know how to do as far as certain conditions are concerned, but I'm definitely feeling myself as a conduit. And I, I looked at that through my past experiences as well. I'm always the go-to person, right? Go to Dina. She knows all these things. Go to Dina. She knows where to find this stuff. Um, and I feel that's my calling is to kind of be the middle person. And so I might not necessarily be working with somebody through the whole journey, but I can at least be that person that meets with them at the first point of whatever their issue is, and then refer them out and, and or take, take them on myself if that's something that I feel like I can do. So as far as mission, value statements, you know, things like that, is that something I know you're, you're big with writing things down and kind of visualizing and doing a lot of affirmations. Is that something that you also have for yourself? Do you set yourself up with whatever a, a phrase or a word of the year or a word of the month? Um, <laughs> I definitely don't do that. I mean, you know, I have bouts of insp inspiration yeah. is really what happens. And so, um, you know, for example, I recently took this phrase that, um, you know, my friend is helping me to, uh, develop my website, my business. And so I took this phrase that he keeps saying constantly and I wrote it down cause I was like, this is a great phrase for anything. Mm. And it was like, it's going to be great. <laughs> so he just keeps repeating anytime you start talking about the business, he's like, it's going to be great. And so <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to write that down. It's going to be great. And that can stand for not just business. It can stand for a, a, lot, a variety of things. And so, you know, uh, I, like I said, I, just, I take bouts. I, I mean, I take, um, you know, pieces of mm -hmm. inspiration um, when I get them from readings or people or podcasts yeah. or, you know, other um, like these virtual events that I've attended. And then I, I, I just like latch, latch on to this particular thing and just like go with it in terms of phrasing. Right. And now that I have these lovely decals on my wall that you yeah. um, suggested, uh, I have been writing like everything up on those so I can see them constantly, which is really a great way to kind of reinforce all of these things that we're talking about. But I do want to mention something about specificity mm -hmm. right because instead of just being like okay yes I want to be at the top of my industry or whatever what does that really right, mean right. or you know I want to do better in my career what, what does that mean better in your career like so getting very specific about um, the end goal and what you really see uh, the work because when you do that then it also kind of helps you to lay out a path for the work that needs to be put into this right um you know so the more specific you are the more i think you can kind of get to see the steps that are needed to t to be taken um in order to get where you really want to go yeah and that's absolutely kind of leading me in the next direction here because we've always talked about smart goals. That's the whole point, right? I want to make a million dollars. Okay, fantastic. How? And so tying into what I just said about the mission statement too is about drilling down in who am I, what's my role and who do I want to work with? Who are the people with whom I want to surround myself both in business and in practice and in inspiration? So as far as masterminding 
and mentoring goes both on both on both sides. I would like to work with somebody who can help me move forward. We talked about business coaching in one of our episodes as well. So maybe mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that. I love working with you, Yasmin, because we keep each other in check, but we also know that we have some limitations as to how far we can help each other. But I really <laughs> I really enjoy bouncing off ideas with you. So I love keeping that as a regular go-to thing on my calendar. The other role that I play is teacher slash mentor to students and interns, and I'm a preceptor. So I definitely want to also be able to continue working in that way as well, because now I'm putting forth colleagues in my profession who I've trained in some way to work with me and also bringing in uh, those volunteers, which then help kind of take things off my plate a little bit too, because volunteering, uh, the volunteers that I, with whom I work can, I can delegate some things too. And they love doing things like social media and blog post writing and researching things that I love doing too, but there's just, I just only have so much time in a day. And then as far as the chronic conditions, the patients, the clients with whom I'd like to work as well, that's another thing too. Who am I drawing to me? So like I said, you know, I kind of want to be that conduit person. So I don't know if I necessarily want to specifically pick one population or one chronic condition with whom I'm working, but allow myself to be that go-to person. So that would mean I would start working with doctors in my area to get referrals and they would pass people along to me. And then I would you know, meet with them for maybe a handful of times and then send them off to specialists. So bringing that all into play then helps me achieve the mission that I want and then achieve the financial goals that I want as well. So who do you see yourself working on a, in a typical day, week, month, whatever? Who do you like being surrounded with, working with, advocating for? <laughs> Ideal. I, I Ideal. Very- yeah. Uh, okay. Ideally. All right. Um, yeah, well, obviously, um, we've been at this for many mm-hmm. years now. So, um, obviously I feel that there's a good synergy, mm. uh, going there. Okay. Um, and you know, I feel like I'm in the process of kind of building those, that, that core in terms of, um, other sources of, inspiration or, you know, people that I feel like I can really, um, vibe with, work with, um, you know, that are kind of, uh, on that Mm -hmm. path, I want to say. Um, and I've been really saying this forever, like, okay, I need to kind of join more groups, more Facebook groups, more whatever, um, that I can, where I can find, uh, like-minded, individuals or people kind of like going for um those same well not the same but you know that that are again on a path of empowerment um where I feel like we can vibe in that sense um what I did want to mention is that I've always thought that that was a really great um in terms of serving as a mentor mm. for people in your profession or you know having interns and um because not only do we do we tend to as entrepreneur and entrepreneurial people um think that we need to be like the one woman show or the one man show whatever um and uh and and often we just don't bother to try to like reach out or you know to other people to to utilize their skills in order to help us um, achieve our 
our goals, right? So that's something important to remember to reach out to others who are really great at specific things or, you know, even if they're not training them, helping them, you know, for a bit to, to kind of helping them to help you, <laughs> basically. And so um, I've always thought that that was really great. Um, now, of course, as a teacher, yes, I try to infuse my students with as much of the empowerment mindset as humanly possible. And I've received some really great um, feedback uh, at the end of this semester about um, the top the topics that I have chosen to discuss with my students. And, you know, I mean, it just makes me like smile and just glow when I hear them say, oh, I enjoyed listening to the podcast about finance. And then I made an appointment at the bank. And I was like, oh, my God, they did. And then when another student was like, oh, and then I bought like a a planner or a, you know, something to like write down my, um, you know, my my obligations for the week or, you know, Oh, I think I'm going to follow this particular tip that I heard in the video that we watched or, you know, that type of stuff is really, really great. And so, um, yeah, so, so that kind of hits up, um, the, 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 the helping or the surrounding, the surrounding and the helping, um, in the, in those ways. Right. So, okay. First me, seeking out like-minded people and then me also passing on um, whatever it is that I think uh, has been working for me. I love that. All right. So I'm going to, I'm not going to take up too much more time. I have two categories left. The first one, the first one you and I've talked about a lot, social media marketing. Is it important to be out there online in some way, having a presence of getting your name out there, even if it's free content or a website or Instagram posts, you know, and if so, how are we utilizing that? I know for me, I have a bunch of things, right? We have this podcast. I have another podcast. I have my YouTube channel. I have my website. I have the Instagram page. I have a Facebook group. I am a little bit all over the place. And I think for me for next year, I want to whittle down a little bit, but I also realize it's okay not to just pigeonhole myself into one thing. If I want to be different things, I can be different things. However, I think each one of those platforms needs to reflect what I'm trying to say and do my Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Like my Instagram right now is a little bit all over the place. I definitely enjoy also incorporating personal aspects of my life and in my health and wellness field. I, I think that's important. You know, Hey, this is a day in the life of me. Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm struggling with. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. in the YouTube channel. That's something that I felt went really well, but then it got a little overwhelming with my volunteers now coming in and helping. They can help me develop some of the scripts. And that's something that I want to give as free content. And then in doing so could potentially then funnel people into uh, business ask, you know, pursuits for me as well. If they see me on there, if you like me there, you'll like me in person and I can help you continue this journey of managing whatever condition this is. So I think I'm going to try to be purposeful with my social media platforms. I have an account or a profile on quite literally every flipping social media platform <laughs> you can think of. Because I want to secure my name, my brand name, but I definitely am not mm. using everything as I should or even want to because you can only do, you can only do mm-hmm. so much. So how do you right. see that for you too? Because, you know, we have very, we have entrepreneurship spans a variety of different things, product services, uh, you know, human interactions, whatever. So how do you see social media helping you play a role in some way? 
Well, first you asked the mm. question, which was, is yes. it important? Okay. And my answer for sure is yes, whether I like it or not. Um, not necessarily being of the um, social media generation. I mean, I'm still very um, old fashioned yeah. minded. Analog. You're analog. analog. <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. Some ways. Still, yeah. I mean, you know here and there I have been upping my game because actually you just it is interesting I mean it's always interesting right to to learn how to navigate um, a new way of communicating right and so as far as is it important I mean now more than ever it's really important um, you know because again people with this year and what's gone on this year a lot of people have realized how important it is to, you know, to, to have those connect, those virtual mm-hmm. connections, right? Because if you cannot have those in-person connections, your next best thing is those virtual connections, right? And making sure that you are still having a presence out in the world in some kind of way. Um, and not just kind of being con- consumed with whatever circles you might have to physically stay in due to, you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. current pandemic, right? So more than ever, it's really important. And um, uh, because of the type of business that I'm looking to venture into, I feel like LinkedIn, mm-hmm. as well as um, Instagram are, you know, going to be some of my two of my best bets. But I also... Of course, I mean, you, I feel like you have, it's, it's really difficult to just have to, like you were just saying, you're all, you know, you're all over, but okay. So those things need to funnel into something that's, that's kind of, you always need like a base, right? So you, you always need that particular thing that you can always refer your clients or, you know, the people interested in you too. And so for me, that will be my website, right? So it's like, okay, I plan to have a presence on Insta, have a presence on um, LinkedIn, have a presence on Mm -hmm. YouTube and all of those things kind of just culminating onto the Mm -hmm. site, right? Onto my website. So, so yeah, that, that is my, my current plan, (laughs) my current media plan. And what was the last? No, I was going to say just going off on that for anyone listening like make sure you understand the purpose of different social media platforms like Yasmin was just saying mm-hmm. LinkedIn is very specific a lot of business interactions mm-hmm. there there are definitely mm-hmm. groups and followings and things like that that you can do there but there's more about like content sharing and opportunities and collaborations where something like Instagram or even TikTok now too is about us putting our like, you know, fun faces out there to be like, Hey, here's behind the scenes of what I'm doing. Let me share some insight into how this, this works and driving clients from that or potential business opportunities Mm -hmm. in that way versus collaborations and partnerships. And I think like LinkedIn now there's also alignable or there's like, you know, different neighborhood specific or I could, I I can't remember what some of these other names are, but there are other platforms where it's business to business. Whereas Instagram for me, I see more as business to consumer. So I'm the business and I'm looking to get clients from that. Whereas on LinkedIn, I'm more business to business. I want people to see what I can do and whether or not they want to hire me or work with me in different partnerships. Mm -hmm. Okay. My last quote category, all of this, all of this is fine. Mm. Everything's great. Make your money, work with people, et cetera. What are we doing to take care of ourselves? Because when we work as entrepreneurs, when we are driven, when we do 10x our lives, we have to make sure that we're taking time for ourselves. So I am really good at scheduling 
things into my calendar. I'm laughing because my, my next statement was, but I'm not great at sticking to or executing it. So my 2021 commitment for myself is when that alarm goes off to go to the gym or when that alarm goes off to stop working and take a stretch or when that little notification on my calendar goes off to don't forget to order my groceries and start meal prepping. I have to do that. I can't say five more minutes and hit the snooze on that stuff. What about you? Where do you, <laughs> where do you fit in time? Is it again, is it a daily ritual thing? I know that we've talked about morning routines, but as far as taking time off, like actually having a vacation or a long weekend, are you scheduling any of that for yourself in advance? Do you wait until just normal pockets of time come up that lend themselves? And if so, how long is it before the next time we actually have like a proper break? Well, yes, a lot of what I what I do in terms of scheduling my vacation mm -hmm. time or my my me time in terms of a stretch of time has to do with um, my schedule, my teaching right. schedule. Right. So it has to do with uh, the university breaks. <laughs> so um, in terms of long pockets of time. But for me, I've always been a self pamperer, yeah. actually, <laughs> like I hear people always say, oh, like, like, it's a thing where people say, oh, you have to think about taking care of yourself. But I never really had that yeah. issue. <laughs> like, I just always was a self pamperer. I don't know what that means. But, uh, <laughs> but I always was like that. And so, uh, you know, I always sneak, of course, yes, I, I have my morning rituals, um, uh, which I've rededicated mm -hmm. myself to um, recently. Um, and then I just have little little things that I like to do. For example, like Fridays, I like to, it's like my exfoliation day. I'm like, great, I'm going to do an exfoliator this morning or, you know, just little things like that to where I'm like, okay, I'm to really taking great care of my skin at this point or okay. Um, it's deep condition day. Let me make sure I deep condition, you know, like this type with the hair, you know, like, so these little things, um, you know, to kind of keep me going physically, I feel like are just integrated naturally. Mm -hmm. um, into my schedule. So of course that, what does that mean? It means like, okay, maybe I'm taking an extra 15, 20 minutes, an hour or something like that to indulge in those things, right. In like kind of self-care, uh, moments or like self-care days. And so that's, um, what I want to say in terms of that. Um, but, uh, going forward in terms of one of the things that I need to, or would like to improve on definitely is, um, my healthy eating regimen like that has definitely slid. I mean, I think I was telling you last week or something that I off off the air um, that I was like really, really, um, really strict with my diet in the past. And then I like saw such amazing results um, from that and that I really felt great and had all this energy, et cetera. And so I definitely feel like that's something I need to focus on revisiting. And um, it's also can be difficult if you have people around you mm -hmm. that are not you know into that um that can be really challenging but it's like really um a matter of thinking about your present self as well as your future self and like how you're gonna feel as a result of doing this right as a result of kind of like 
uh, shutting out the the static and the noise of you know what other other people are doing and focus on what are you doing <laughs> for your own personal um, growth in terms of your health goals. Uh, wait, yes, that's where I've been struggling a little bit too with making sure that I'm keeping up on things, and I really really appreciate you sharing that with us as well because again, right, we're, we have to take care of ourselves. We're only as good as how good we are put invest in ourselves first so we can give back out to other people and make sure that we're being successful in other parts of our lives as well. So Yasmin, thank you so much for walking through this. I do feel like I have a little bit more of a concept and idea of how I want to maybe whittle down and get some details in order after we're, we're done here. Maybe I'm taking the next couple of weeks to really look more in detail and fleshing this stuff out. And I hope that this has been helpful to our listeners as well. Okay, Empowerers, I hope you've enjoyed this session. Please use the link in the description box to comment, ask questions, or make suggestions for future content. And be sure to tune in next week for another session of empowerment.